What's up, everybody? This is Mario, and welcome back to another episode of Talking Endurance and Mastery. And today, I've got a question for you. What would you do if you were more confident? Seriously, think about it. What would you go after? What would you try to accomplish? And who would you become if you were supremely confident in your abilities? So I think that's a really powerful question because no matter what you're trying to do, confidence is a core just requirement with whatever it is that you're trying to do. And that's why I want to talk about confidence and kind of five surprising things that I'm learning about confidence based off of a new book that I'm reading uh, that was written by the head performance director at West Point. And so first I'm gonna roll the trailer and then we're gonna get into it. Do you wanna complete an endurance event and elevate all areas of your life, but you don't know where to start? Then you're in the right place. Talking Endurance and Mastery is a podcast to help you create a vision and take steps towards your goals and dreams. I'm your coach, Mario Minner. I've completed events like Ironmans and Ultramarathons, but I believe the true benefit from endurance events is how they help you become the best version of yourself. Join me as I share stories, lessons, and interview guests to help you apply endurance and mastery principles into every area of your life. Are you ready? Let's go. All right, everybody, welcome back. So I was recently listening to one of my favorite podcasts, which is the Dream Think Do podcast by Mitch Matthews. And Mitch was interviewing Dr. Nate Zinser on his new book, which is titled The Confident Mind, A Battle-Tested Guide for Unshakable Performance. And the title of that podcast was Four Surprising Truths About Confidence. And that title caught my attention because I think you're probably like me where you want more confidence and you understand that doesn't matter what you're trying to do, if that's an endurance event, if that's, you know, something with a podcast, if that's something with a business, if that's, you know, trying to like go out on a date, right? Whatever that is, a, a core thing that you need is confidence. You need to be confident in your own abilities. You need to be confident in your, your, uh, your skills in order to achieve whatever your goal is. And confidence is something that's required uh, in order for you to be successful in anything in life. And so that title caught my mind, uh, caught my attention, and I listened to the podcast and I was really uh, interested in it. And uh, Dr. Nate Zinser is like one of the experts in the United States around performance, psychology, uh, sports psychology, and developing more confidence because he is the director of West Point's performance psychology program, which is basically the gold standard curriculum uh, for teaching and training the mental skills that um, are required in to develop excellence in any human performance. So that's just confidence despite setbacks, concentration despite distractions, and composure under pressure. And he's been a lead uh, performance psychologist at West Point since 1992. 
And so that podcast really introduced me to uh, Dr. Nate Zinser. It introduced me to his book, again, which is The Confident Mind. And I started listening to it and I wanted to share some of the takeaways that I've had so far from listening to it because it's been really interesting. And there's a lot of things that I'm excited to try out. And so in that podcast and in the book so far, he has told a number of stories of really cool stories of people that he's worked with. And, um, you know, a few people like uh, Eli Manning, uh, some Olympic speed skaters, uh, professional NHL hockey players, uh, all different types of athletes and all different types of, of people. And uh, a few stories about like Eli Manning, like really stand out to me where uh, Eli Manning had reached out to uh, Dr. Zinsler after uh, one year where he led the NFL in interceptions. And they started working together and developing uh, his self-confidence and trying to build him back up. And uh, there was a story where uh, Eli Manning was getting interviewed before the NFL season and they had asked him, you know, do you feel like you're an elite NFL quarterback? And uh, he paused for a second and he said, yes, I completely do. And I believe I'm, you know, in the same camp of quarterbacks as Tom Brady. And uh, the reporters continued to kind of pry him on that, but it, it resulted in this big media storm and all a bunch of fans and a bunch of different people basically just made fun of him for that thought. Because Tom Brady, you know, is one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, you know, had leads the NFL and pass passing yards and touchdowns has throws very few interceptions. And Eli Manning had just uh, gotten done, like being one of the leaders in interceptions in uh, the NFL. And that was at the beginning of the season. Fast forward to the end of the year, uh, Eli Manning ends up leading the Giants to the Super Bowl beats Tom Brady in the Super Bowl and ends up becoming uh, the Super Bowl MVP. And that was all through some of the work that he had been doing with Dr. Nate Zinser. And uh, I think that's just a really cool story of despite, you know, being one of the top quarterbacks and leading the NFL in interceptions, he had worked on his confidence to the point where he had certainty about his skills. Now, uh, and that carried over into his game. It impacted his teammates. It gave them more confidence, gave them more swagger, and they ended up winning, uh, winning the Super Bowl. And, you know, he became the Super Bowl MVP. And so that's just one example or one story uh, from this book that kind of shows how uh, he can work with an elite athlete, get them, uh, you know, kind of really starting to think about confidence and leads to results on the field. And so there's so many different things that I could talk about, and I'm, I'm likely going to do a number of episodes on some of the takeaways from confidence. But so far to me, there's like five things that are somewhat surprising to me about confidence that, uh, that Dr. Nate Zinser has started to talk about in the early chapters. And I want to go through those next and I want to talk about how you can apply them. Now, the first thing is like, what is confidence? And so Dr. Nate Zinser says that confidence is that feeling of certainty that comes from being able to perform an activity unconsciously. Okay. And so it's a couple of things here. Number one, it's that feeling of certainty 
that comes from being able to perform an activity unconsciously. And so I think if if you think about those times when you are supremely confident in an activity that you're doing, it's almost like you're in the zone and you're doing it unconsciously. And that's kind of the goal with any sort of activity um, or any type of thing that you're trying to do is you want to be able to get to a point where you're so good at it that you can just do it unconsciously. You just do it at a high level uh, with extreme excellence unconsciously. And I, I didn't really think of confidence that way, um, but I also think it's helpful to think about it as certainty, right? Because if you enter any sort of situation with certainty, that's likely going to lead to you being more confident. So that was one thing that stood out to me. The second thing that stood out to me is that confidence is a skill. Confidence is a skill. Now, it's not something that you just have or you don't have. It's not something that you're just born with. It's literally a skill. It's a skill just like swimming or biking or running. You know, you're not born with these things. These are things that you practice. These are things that you work on over time. And then these are things that uh, can start to be easy and they start to become a part of you. And so I think it's really helpful to think of confidence as a skill. Uh, a third thing that he kind of talks about almost like a metaphor, and he talks about how confidence is like a bank account. Okay. Confidence is like a bank account and it, it grows. Your confidence grows if you make deposits into that bank account daily. And so what I mean by deposits are thinking about what are the events throughout the day that you did well thinking about those events through the day where you were uh, confident in your effort or you gave a good effort or you were successful throughout the day, big or small. And so that bank account is going to grow and it's going to increase over time if you continue to make deposits throughout the day. Now, in the same way that your financial bank account can grow if you continue to make deposits, financial deposits on a daily or a weekly basis, it can also decline if you make withdrawals throughout the day or throughout the week. And now uh, withdrawals in terms of your confidence are um, you know, thinking about those times where you failed, thinking about those times where things didn't go the way that you wanted. Those are withdrawals. That is not going to lead to you having a big confidence a bank account. So that was another kind of surprising thing. And those um, those deposits should be from your past performances, those past performances where you did really well. And those are performances that you can have from years ago, one year ago, one week ago, one day ago, 10 minutes ago, right? It's, it's anything uh, that happens uh, throughout the day. So confidence is a bank account. Number four, uh, the fourth surprising thing to me is that confidence is not a one and done thing. Confidence is not a one and done thing. Now, for me, I thought that this was really interesting because it's almost something like, you know, with anything that you want to achieve, if it's endurance, if it's podcasting, if it's your business, if it's public speaking, if it's speaking another language, you know, you probably think, oh, I just want to get to this level and then I'll be confident. But it's not that confidence is just something that you achieve and then you have it forever. It's something that you actually need to continue to work at on a daily and a weekly basis. It's not like you just 
get it one day, and then you're forever confident uh, for the rest of your life. It's something that you need to continue to work at. And I'll continue to talk about that more in other episodes. And then the fifth kind of surprising thing around confidence is that confidence is situational. Confidence is situational. So if you think about this almost like within any sort of domain, but you can think about it, uh, he describes it like within basketball, you can be an extremely confident defender. You can be an extremely confident free throw shooter, but you can not be confident as a three-point shooter. And so even within the, the sport of basketball, you might be confident overall, but if you break down basketball into different parts, if you break it down into defending, shooting free throws, shooting three-pointers, um, you know, passing the ball, uh, moving your feet on defense, getting rebounds, uh, blocking shots, getting steals, there's so many different things within that that you might be more or less confident in all of those. And so um, I just wanted to share that one because if you're confident in one area, but you're not confident in another, that's okay. And that's totally normal. And so uh, I just wanted to kind of share those five surprising takeaways that I've had so far about self-confidence. And so as I bring it back to you with whatever goal that you have, whatever with whatever thing that you're trying to push forward and move forward, you're going to need confidence and you're going to need to develop that confidence. And so, you know, using these five surprising truths, you can use these takeaways to help you develop more confidence. And so the first thing is I want you to know that confidence is certainty. So you can get that certainty ahead of time before you join an activity you can feel certain that you're going to be successful or that you're going to learn and grow through the process. So try and gain a little bit more certainty before the next time you attempt it. The second thing is I want you to treat confidence like a skill, like biking or running or swimming. And I want you to work on it daily. Number three, I want you to treat your confidence like a bank account and knowing that it could go up with deposits and it can go down with withdrawals. So make those deposits daily. Um, number four, know that confidence isn't something that you just achieve and you have it once and for all. It's not a once and for all thing. This is something that you need to continue to, to focus on and it's something that could go up and could go down, but you need to work on it daily. And then number five, know that confidence is situational. And you may be confident within one domain on one thing, but not in another, and that's okay. And so uh, that those are the five kind of surprising truths of confidence. And I hope that by the end of this, uh, after hearing this, you're a little bit more confident in your ability to grow your confidence, right? Because like I said, no matter what it is that you're trying to do, you're going to need confidence. And if you're kind of struggling in confidence in any of those areas that I've talked about, uh, that's okay. And reach out to me because I want to help you, you know, as a coach, I can help you, uh, you know, get a clear vision of what you want to do. I can help you come up with a plan. I can help you develop systems and habits and routines to help you be successful. And I can provide that accountability that you might need to go after it, get over your fear and crush your goals. And so if you are interested in getting a little bit of extra help with your confidence, with your goals, reach out to me, send me a text, 608-770-3437. I would love 
to help you out. Uh, until next time, I'll talk to y'all later.